The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. 205 on this Tuesday. Happy chilly Tuesday. It's Jalen and Andrew in the 630 Chet Afternoon News. You know, it is chilly out, but I don't think yeah. driving conditions are so bad that it would cause the number of but accidents. It is. It's craziness. I, I started phoning the newsroom hands-free as I made my way down uh, onto White Mud. I could see, I thought at first one accident had caused a backup. I phoned Eileen to tell her about it, but as I was driving, two accidents in, in the space of yeah. two exits between uh, the Twilliger exit westbound on White Mud and 111th. And then as I, and that was backed up to Gateway. Yeah. And as I got past Gateway and up onto 91st, I saw two more yeah. accidents between 75th and 91st. Yeah. It's, it's all over the city too right now. It is a little slippery in some spots. It but can't be that. Uh, Do you know what I think what it is? is? Well, here's what I think it is. I think, and I'm just guessing here, a uh, shot in the dark, but... So the first accident gets caused by whatever it gets uh, caused by. Yeah, and then you have, you know, traffic starts slowing down. You got the rubberneckers, but you got the distracted drivers yeah. as well who probably came up fast on that parking lot. That's a big one right yeah, there. Yeah, and then hit another vehicle. Yep. Um, but it was, I don't know where it stands now, and I know people have been calling the newsroom to let us know what's going on out there until we get our chopper up in the air, but I would say... As of a half hour ago, avoid the white mud altogether between yeah. 75th and Twilliger. Well, it was it was crazy last night leaving here at 5:30 because we were done early because mm. of that crazy hockey game last night, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but uh, went to so go down to 91st to get onto the white mud, and you had texted me saying avoid the Just white avoid mud altogether, yeah. but I missed that text. And as I'm getting onto 91st, like, or getting onto the white mud from 91st, like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And you couldn't see what actually happened. Well, there right? was there wasn't anything that actually happened. But you could see the traffic. The traffic was it was it was I was doing four, and I heard on one of the radio stations that I was listening to because I was flipping around trying to figure out what was going on, and mm. someone had said, oh, there's a problem. It appears right after 111th Street. Got to 111th Street, there's nothing there. Really, it's just like everything slowed down to a crawl. And to a crawl, I mean stand still. Yeah, it was a parking lot. I, and I then actually, once past that, it was good to go. Yeah, I felt as though I had a private Gosh. road the whole way home. It was really weird, because typically, when the white mud backs up, so does, or or Anthony Henday, so does 23rd, so yeah. does 111th. Everything, all the crossroads as people try and get around it. But I, I didn't listen to our own chopper report, so I, I exited uh, or I entered onto uh, white mud from whatever this 91st, yeah. I guess, realized immediately so got up. there was a problem, right? So I went back up again, but then everybody was trying to exit on the gateway to go down to 23rd. So I went past that. And then everyone was trying to get on 106 that hadn't gotten on. So I went past that <laughs> and, I, and I hit no traffic. Yeah. And as I crossed 111th, I looked all over and same thing as you just said. I, okay, I can see all the traffic stopped. I can't see a reason for it. There was no reason for it. Hmm. It did cause me to get uh, coffee at Tim Hortons on 23rd instead of um, McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Well, only because uh, McDonald's has got this dollar coffee thing that they do from time to time. 
So I, I, you know, I spend a dollar in gas to go get the uh, savings. Some of the texts coming in, uh, oh my gosh, I'm up in Grand Prairie doing some oil field work and it snowed for four days. The streets suck and they're rough. No accidents though, because no one wants to speed. LOL, think they did it on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Big L says, as a trucker, I can say that 90% of accidents could be avoided if people had a good following distance. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the sun. It's quite bright, says someone. Well, it's not like it's the first time we've driven sunlight. No, but you know, and again, like I'm a broken record, but again, last night, after everybody saw uh, what the problem was on the white mud and they were trying to get around it, how many people did I see without their headlights on? And it's dusk, right? And you're just like, okay, part of the problem can be caused by the fact that nobody, you can't see the back of another car, right? Your windshield's dirty, their taillights aren't on. And as uh, was Al, Big L said, uh, people tailgating and merging yeah. in and out. Just relax. Well, and it's some of those, and you see it, and you're giving yourself distance, especially when you're coming up, let's say, the the, the off-ramp for Twilliger, and you see people wailing up behind you. They're not paying attention. They've looked yeah. away for a half a second, and I'm like tapping my brakes, trying to oh, flash light at you. I, so I hate being at the end of a backup. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Because that's the car that's going to get yeah. run into. Mm-hmm. And i got to tell you, about 100% of the time, um, when I leave a safe following distance, which honestly, Honest to God, folks, I'm not the best driver or perfect driver, but it is one thing I do. I put my headlights on, I use my signals, I turn correctly, and I leave a safe following distance because those are the primary reasons why people have accidents. And 99 to 100% of the time when I leave a good following distance, that's when two cars dart in front oh, of yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know, taking away that following distance, right? Like, oh. It's You're frustrating. Irritating. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about traffic every single day on this show. Jed's on the phone. Hey, Jed. Hey guys, Andrew, you're yeah. bringing back memories about no headlights. Remember when you got that fine? Yeah. Way back when? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I can count in the morning when I come to work and when I'm driving. I just got back from Lloyd here, and it's, it's great all the way in from Lloyd Minster. But I'll tell you, you give somebody, like you said, space, and then you get these guys that bumper, 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 and it takes one slam of the brake. Yep. And everybody decides instead of steering to a stop, everybody slams their brakes on to a stop, and you yep. got people hitting ditches. Yep. It's, it's, it's crazy. But like you say, when you give space, don't say that because somebody will give 10 car lengths. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like Jay Lynn said, she gets up there and nothing's happening. I'll guarantee you, Jay Lynn, you go up 10 cars up, and here's the man with his Tim Horton's coffee sitting there uh, going at her, eh? Yep. It's true. And you know, while we're on the topic, and like Jay says, we could talk about this every day, all day, but the other thing I noticed uh, when the snow first came down this week, when we got back from Mexico, basically, it seems like when the lines disappear, so do the rules. It's, you've been driving on the same road for a decade, and you know it's two lanes, but as soon as it snows, people try and make it one lane. Hey, I'll tell you one. I was coming in from Stony on Monday. Eight o'clock in the morning. Left, left lane, fast lane. We're coming up to uh, Atchison, and this lady goes blowing by us in a BMW. Elbow, right elbow on the steering wheel with the makeup brush. <laughs> left elbow on the steering wheel with a sandwich. No kidding, you, 120 k an hour. Hmm. And like it's clear ice out there, and you wonder wow. why. Wow. Jed, the things you see on the roads, it's uh, got to be incredible as a, as a professional yeah, driver. For sure. Um, also merging, no one can merge, says Stephen. You've got that right. Um, I used to be that guy in the F-150 riding your bus after getting rear-ended last week. Not 
Not no more. Not no more. Well, thank you for that. Well, you have to. Your your driving skills, like any other skill, have to evolve, right? They mm-hmm. have to evolve with technology. They have to evolve with new laws and rules. <laughs> you know, it was mentioned just a moment ago. Yeah, I got a ticket for not having my headlights on. Had no idea in this new car of mine not, yeah, that, yeah. that you have to turn them all the way on. I, I was looking at a dash lit up. I was looking at headlights. In my mind, my headlights were on. So I learned that day, mm-hmm. okay, check to make sure they're all the way on, which seems to be the biggest mistake people are making with headlights these days. You see it, I see it honestly, Jay, every single I night when I go I know. home. I know. Cars at dusk with no taillights. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, it doesn't matter what you do. You flash the lights, you honk, it doesn't matter. No. And we, we, we're talking out of our you-know-whats because mm. we, we talk about it every time. Yeah. And it doesn't, uh, doesn't do anything. What about this? Coming off the half wall, cutting inside Nikita Kucherov, high slot, and that's fumbled away. And now a breakaway. McDavid around Sergachev to the net. Reshot score. He's got a hat trick. Yeah, what, what a, night. a game last night. And listen, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not bragging at all, but you'll recall in both uh, con- uh, conversations with you and Reed Wilkins, I said, the Oilers are a funny team. They yeah. tend to play to their level yeah. of competition. Mm-hmm. And boy, did they do that did last they ever night. Did do that? You know, we went, uh, we watched an episode of uh, Peaky Blinders last night, <laughs> thinking thinking uh, the Oiler game's going to suck. Yeah. So why bother watching it? We watched the episode. I turn on the Twitter Wow, the Oilers are doing really well. And I said to coach, I said, oh, yeah, the Oilers are playing. And they're doing well. So we put it on mm-hmm. and watched the uh, the third period. Couldn't believe it. See, it is funny. Uh, although, you know, I did say, hey, you never know, right? Yeah. You want to be optimistic. Um, but last night, I actually laid down on the couch, uh, put a blanket over me, uh, turned on the hockey game. And Carol was like, you're, how are you going to watch the hockey game and nap? And I'm like, yeah, yeah watch it till it's, you know. And then Maddie wanted to know, well, wait a second. Bachelor's on at 9. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is be way out of hand by now. <laughs> Not, we didn't think it was going to be <laughs> which, that yeah, way which it was. out of hand. <laughs> Derek, hold on. We'll get to your phone call in a minute. Uh, what Connor ended up having, what, four goals last night? Uh, four goals, yeah. Four goals and just absolutely unreal uh, when he was asked about it. Uh, you know what? I, I, uh, I just felt good. I don't know. Um, you know, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I felt good all day and had a good nap and, you know. I had a good nap. Had a good nap. The secret to success <laughs> is I had a good nap. Oh, we need to get that guy uh, my pillow. <laughs> Jesperson throwing them at, yeah. at uh, Connor during the game. More naps, Connor. More naps. The secret to your success. What is it, Chedville? Do you nap? I love a good nap. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to nap in ages. Derek wants to talk about the game last night. Hi, Derek. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. good. What's going on? Oh, is that me? Yeah. I heard backlash there. No, 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 it's you, Derek. Okay, uh, my radio was off. Okay, good job. Ah, just, uh, you know what? I saw Gretzky score those five to get 15-39. I was at the game live. Unbelievable, and so was Connor last night. Mm-hmm. Just the speed that that, that kid has, eh? Uh, yeah. I, and I couldn't find the clip, uh, and I looked for it this morning. I was going to impress you, Jalen, in finding a clip. But I'm pretty sure uh, Gene Principe interviewed McDavid, and McDavid was unaware of the Safeway score and win contest. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because one more goal was, yeah. and somebody wins a million bucks. Someone was very yeah, close I to a million. Those guys, they'll be playing uh, Tampa Bay again, and they kind of don't want to 
you know, they torched them pretty good last night. And <laughs> sure. I don't know. Maybe McClellan kind of held them back. You know, I don't know. I, it, it, you know, sure, I guess that one year when Gagne, I guess we had eight, eight points. Eight points, yeah. And four goals as well. And I, I think they were shifting them. He, they tried to get him that fifth goal. So if you were that contest winner, oh, boy, I don't know. You're like, geez. I, it wouldn't replace a million dollars, but uh, it wouldn't be bad if McDavid gave uh, whoever a phone call going, uh, sorry, sorry about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, and thanks for the call. Pat, your previous topic, you guys, I just want to mention. Yeah. I kind of wish people would drive the condition. Uh, yes. Because well, I'm a professional it. driver, and I... People are just in the ditch. They like driving in the ditch for some reason. <laughs> yep. Okay, guys. Thanks. Take it easy, Derek. Thank you so much. My goodness. Just had a good nap. Um, and by the way, if you follow up, Pat, Pat, Maroon's dog. Yeah, it's a great on, uh, uh, Twitter Instagram. account. Oh, Instagram, it's an Instagram yeah. account. It's yeah. Insta underscore Bernie. So it's yeah. Insta Bernie. It's his. Uh, he's a little French bulldog mm-hmm. named Bernie. Um, there's a video up there of Connor McDavid from last night dancing with Bernie, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the, the caption is, he can score four goals in a game, but doesn't know how to properly hold a dog. It's true. It's kind of awkward. He's just kind of awkward holding on to a it, yeah, Insta Bernie, but it's, it's a really cute video. It's, it's like he's lovingly assaulting the dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it it's looks like. like. Bernie around the neck, yeah. holding on the neck into the bottom of his bum. Like, Bernie's not a big dog. And you know, Bernie's got to be thinking, I would <sighs> typically bite anyone else, but yeah. it's McDavid. Yeah. You know? if, if Luch was holding to me this way, <laughs> exactly. big trouble, big trouble. Uh, thanks for joining us so far on the 6.30 Chat Afternoon. Lots of kind of bizarre stories. Uh, people saying things mm. um, and then backpedaling or coming under fire for them, including our prime minister, including the, the, the head uh, CEO of uh, Doritos. Let's get to that after this. Guys texting in about the million dollar contest. Yeah, last yeah. Night. Is the Safeway score and win a guarantee for a million dollars? Yeah, they draw a name, and then that name wins a prize with each goal that's mm. uh, scored. But if you get to five goals, you get the million dollars. Never won anything on that. You've never won anything. No, and you're entered automatically. Yeah, right? like if you, if you use your air yeah, miles, absolutely. I think at Safeway. We're there all the time. I've never seen my name no, come up. Never. I've either. actually never seen anyone's name that I know on there. Yeah. No, me either. Not at all. Hmm. Um, so, uh, do you remember? So, you know the the prime minister. He's been. I remember. He yes. was he was doing those um, town, town hall meetings. Yep. Uh, the one in Nanaimo, kind of. Some would say that he lost his cool and kicked some people out, and uh, you know, professional hecklers by the sounds of it. Let's backtrack to uh, Edmonton because this is just How did kind this of not come up. Before? I know it just uh, has come to light in the last really twenty four hours. Um, and the prime minister told a woman who was asking a question to say people kind instead of mankind. Now, here's the whole exchange. The question is a little long and rambly, but, but take a listen. We have received the Queen's Award in the UK. We have received the... I have a question. Question. Yes. We have received many awards throughout the whole world. However, unfortunately in Canada, our volunteering as a charitable religious organization is extremely difficult. 
extremely. That's why in actuality we cannot do free volunteering to help our neighbors in need as we truly desire. So that's why we came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because oh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> Yes, thank you. We can was all learn from each other. I, I, I think he was, yeah, I think he was serious, and she kind of laughed and chuckled and went along with it. But first off, you know, you, you interrupted someone to, to correct them on, mm -hmm. on a word that they used. Um, Instead of mankind, they want to use people kind. I've never heard the word people kind, really. I mean, humankind, yes. Sure. She kind of went along with it, but I was like, really, buddy? Oh, did I just call the Prime Minister buddy? I think I just called the Prime Minister I'm a little buddy. shocked at your reaction to this, because typically you and I are on opposite no, sides of the I fence just, on I, this. I, to me, it's... Well, you, um, need to get, you need to get with the times, Jayla and I. To me, it's it's a little arrogant. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's just too much. Well, we have to drag we, you into we, this century then, Jayla and I. Absolutely How does this everything. feel? How does this feel? This is this is your typical reaction to me when I'm just uh, uh, aghast that we have to change something as stupid as that. Do you remember the conversation about the anthem? And you were like, well, get with the times, Andrew. And I was like, eh, grammatically, it doesn't even make well, sense. grammatically, it does. But if you want to go back to the anthem, I mean, it did exclude 52% of the population and women. All mm. right? So let's leave it at that. But this... <laughs> People well, this also. People kind. Yeah, but you know what? I but mean, humankind. Mankind does I, exclude 52% well, of yeah, the population. Well, yeah, I guess population. so, but people kind. So you do have a line. There is a line, Jay Lidna. I guess, I guess. We found it. <laughs> I guess him interrupting her. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, is that your biggest I, problem? That, yeah, to me, it just seems so He didn't, at least arrogant. he didn't call her sweetie. Hang well, on, yo, sweetie. No, that wouldn't have that would happen. <laughs> that would have been the funniest line ever. Hey, broad, yeah. hold on a second. The broads don't like it when you oh, use my the gosh. term mankind. Did I tell you I was at an event this summer? And I'll just say this. I was at an event this summer. <laughs> yeah. And it was an event of all women. It was um it was a it was a golfing thing. Okay. And the MC was um a fella. Okay. It was a man. Okay. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. All right. And I can remember him saying to a room full of, you know, very strong, you know. Sure. What a great looking room of broads. <laughs> I and think... it was just saw. It was just silence. Really. Until someone says, "No, we're not broads. It's." You were women, were ladies, and I and I kind of threw in, and you're not Frank Sinatra, right? <laughs> I can't pull that off anymore. But I just thought, whoa. Anyway, I just think he was just, you know, someone said he's tripping over his lips again. I, I just, I, I thought... Tripping over his lips. I, I thought it was too much. I, th I thought it went too far. I think if you want to make real and significant change mm. in anything, you can't do stuff like that mm. because that's when, like I said about the anthem, that's when people who might have glanced over the fence, who might have said, uh -huh. oh, maybe there's something to this, go, nope, done, nope. not doing it, not going there, I'm not going to change mankind to people kind. Well, it's funny, he's just getting... Uh He's just getting it all over the place now. Of course. Now. I don't know how we didn't hear about this when he was in Edmonton. Someone tweets, say, Justin Trudeau interrupts women to say, it's people Doritos, not lady Doritos. That and is mansplaining the right there. That's mansplaining. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
If I had been leaning towards uh, Trudeau and his policies, that would have been the point at which, nope, don't give this guy any more power. <laughs> He's changing mankind to people kind. Pretty sh- pretty soon, it, you won't be allowed to use people kind because that excludes all those individuals on the planet who aren't people. It'll be like being kind, homo sapien kind. I don't even know where this goes, to well, be honest with you. I can tell you, a friend of mine, yeah? Linda Steele, out sure. in Vancouver, was emceeing an event not too long ago. Oh, I heard about this. And um, <laughs> she, they told her not to say ladies and gentlemen. They, they right. told her not to say good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I think I got in and out of So, my... and I think she said, what do I say, good evening, humans? Right. I got into comedy at the right time, and I think I'll get out at the right time, too. <sighs> I, I'm starting to look over my act now and realizing that half of it's probably inappropriate. <laughs> but for all the, not for the reasons that it's dirty or anything like that. It's like the terminology is probably antiquated. I love this one. Um, I like JT, but he's quite a sanctimonious fellow. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, the 2.30 News up next. Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Oh, my goodness. All right, so you mentioned it. You teed it up before the uh, 2.30 News. Uh, PepsiCo contradicting now the CEO's claim that Doritos will make lady-friendly chips. Yeah, so Indra Nui, who is the uh, CEO of PepsiCo, uh, told um, WNYC's show, it's called Freakonomics, last uh, Last week, week, that Frito-Lay, a subsidiary of the soda giant, would release a a (laughs) low-crunch, female-friendly version of Doritos because she claimed women would prefer to eat politely in public. That we didn't like we didn't like the crunch as much, that we didn't lick our fingers as much in public, that we weren't willing to, you know, throw back Tip the crumbs. The bag back. Yeah. It's an interesting uh, it's an interesting study in marketing because they obviously did a study mm. in which they looked at the consumption habits of both men and women yeah. and they And I guess you would. Right? Sure, right. You want to understand how your product's being used no matter what your product is and they noticed those differences. The men crunch louder, uh they lick their fingers and and not all men, not all women, but their study obviously showed them that men consume Doritos differently. Well, and 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 she's backtracking now. Oh, yeah. But Big in time. this interview, it was very It was very um, to the point. Take a listen. I understand that men and women eat chips very differently. Can you tell us the differences? (laughs) I think, you know, I, you know, when you eat out of a flex bag, you know, one of our single serve bags, uh, especially as you um, watch a lot of the young uh, guys eat the chips, they love their Doritos and, you know, they lick their fingers with great glee. (laughs) And when they reach the bottom of the bag, they pour the little... uh, uh, broken pieces into their mouth <laughs> uh, because they don't want to lose that taste of the flavor and the broken chips in the bottom. Uh, you know, women, I think, would love to do the same, but they don't. Uh, they don't like to crunch too loudly in public. And, uh, you know, they don't lick their fingers generously. And they don't like to pour the little uh, broken pieces and the flavor into their mouth. So is there like a male and female version of chips that you're playing with or no? It's not a male and female as much as other snacks for women that can be uh, designed and packaged differently. And yes, we are looking at it and uh, we're getting ready to launch a bunch of them soon. For women, you know, low crunch, um, the full taste profile, 
you know, not have so much of the flavor stick on the fingers. And how can you put it in your purse? Because uh, women love to carry a snack in their purse. No, we don't. I'm not hauling around a small bag of Doritos in my purse. Because you know why? There's probably a good chance it's going to bust open and the inside of my purse will now be orange. Have you... Uh, Let me ask lady, you a question, Jalen. No, we don't like the crunch. What's the use of eating chips if there's no crunch? Then I need a banana. I think all of this, oh. if you search it backwards. Have you never seen me and my girlfriends eat a bag of chips after a couple glasses of wine? It comes down it's to like this. Like the cookie monster. There was a boardroom meeting somewhere <laughs> at the Doritos company in which somebody said, is there a better way to eat Doritos? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this can, is, can we make eating Doritos better? We have a, an extremely uh, popular product, which nobody's complaining about. Is there some way to throw all of that in the fire? Um, I think, here's what I think happened. I think she was serious. I think she was serious. I think uh, they spent a lot of money on a study somewhere, and they decided that if they didn't use the information, that it would be a waste of money. So they said, well, maybe we should. And I think what she did here was not just to get press. I don't think she did it just to draw attention to Doritos, as I know some of our textures will tell us in just a moment. I think she was actually floating it out there. I think she threw it up the flagpole yeah, to see who'd salute. Yeah. yeah, And the pushback was immediate. And, and the mockery... <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. Listen to this. Some of the tweets that came in, just hilarious. I'm still laughing about Lady Doritos because I don't know a single woman who doesn't knock back the crumbs in the bottle of the bag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Women, we want equal pay for equal work and an end to sex discrimination in the workplace. Society, here's a bag of Lady Doritos so you won't have to crunch too loud in front of your colleagues. Oh, my goodness. Really? Uh, it's timely, too, with marijuana le- being legalized in Canada. We need to start sorting out this Dorito situation. It's just, if you take those two stories and put them side by side, right? So Justin Trudeau interrupts a woman to tell her to use people kind instead of mankind. Uh-huh. And you think, okay, it's gone too far. And uh, no, no, Pepsi's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going the opposite way. Uh, this text coming in, lady-friendly chips, are we printing? Princesses. Someone else was like, what? And then this one from Big T. Hopefully they aren't as crunchy. It's the most annoying sound in the world when my wife eats them. Mm. Don't you like, guys, don't you like to see a gal who, you know, will enjoys food and enjoys eating? I mean, if you just want to go out and just, oh, I'm just going to have a salad. I'm not going to do this. But don't you like to see a woman dig into a big bowl of pasta <laughs> or a big hunk of meat? Do you know, maybe that's the bigger question with all of this, because on a first date, uh, you know, that's one of those things where you kind of, and maybe that's changed too. I haven't been on a first date in 25 I, I'm years. I'm not sure I'd be eating f- Doritos on a first, no, I would. Well, exactly, <laughs> would. because has this changed Jedville, I don't know because, like I said, I haven't been on a first date in forever. I haven't been on a date in forever. Um, but you sort of keep an eye on what they order and how they eat, exactly. right? Exactly. And and you sort of because we're all being polite on a first date. Exactly. Apparently. And I mean, if you you know in the car after I picked you up, we're chowing down noisily on Doritos. I'm not sure it would change anything, but I'd probably oh, notice it. Overweight ladies dump the bags in their mouth. Real ladies don't. Bull, bull. Wow. Calling you on that one, buddy. Wow. Or sister, I'm not sure who it is, but come on. (laughs)
<laughs> I have, I have, I have friends yeah. who are like a size four, little tiny things mm-hmm. that I have seen them destroy a buffet. <laughs> I have seen them, you know, a, 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 a mushroom has rolled off the plate and they've gone stabbing it sure. across the table. I'm going to get that mushroom because that's going in my mouth. No mushroom left behind. No. That's, yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, I love when companies make mistakes. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. I, I find it so entertaining because I know that they have this massive budget for marketing research. And and the fact that, by the way, does anybody, has anyone noticed the CEO is a woman? Yeah. Which makes it almost even more delicious. More delicious than the Doritos themselves. I do want to try these ones and I did love this commercial from the Super Bowl. Let's go! Doritos Blaze, a bold new flavor that brings the heat. And I can't wait to try them, but I love that commercial. That was the guy from Game of Thrones. Now, listen, uh, I, I've uh, gotten through these two conversations completely unscathed. Uh, so, and you know, that's not really my style. So let me throw out another idea with regard to uh, Doritos. I think they've got a great idea, but I think it was a swing and a miss. They shouldn't be introducing quiet potato chips for women. They should be introducing them for men. Isn't it? Don't most husbands, when eating chips, popcorn, or anything crunchy, at some point look over and make eye contact with a glaring wife who wants to know, mm. can you not eat those more quietly? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, they're, they're chips. It's popcorn. It's crunchy. It's supposed to make some noise. Now, if you're eating them and you're... That sort of thing. That's a different story, but the crunch goes along with what you're eating. Sure. I think, I think a, not all, but a lot of women would prefer it if the men in their lives ate a little quieter. Mm. And I, again, I know you don't want to like, oh, we can't divide things by uh, sex, but we can. Um, I've, I've, I think that is a gender thing. I think I've, men do tend to crunch their popcorn and their I, chips. I think there are people who, and, and um, listening to people eat at times is really, there's a there's a word for it. I think it's called mis, mis, uh, misophonia or something like that. Okay. And it is. So there are, there are people who get supremely aggravated by listening to um, other people chew their food. Yes, that's right. But there's, I think there's, again, there's a difference between eating something that's crunchy and you expect to have a little bit of noise there and someone who is making, you know, who's smacking their lips. And sure. I guess what I'm thing. saying is I think Doritos did the research but came to the wrong conclusion. I think what they, they noticed that women, let's just say that the research was correct. They noticed that women chew their chips more quietly, right? Right? That's what they noticed in their research. Women... Obviously, yeah. Right. So they identified the problem as, well, women want quieter chips. No, maybe women are just better at eating chips. Like, may- <laughs> maybe the problem was, we need to make a quieter chip for men because they're obnoxiously loud when they eat chips. chips That's, I think they didn't identify the correct problem. Chips are crunchy. If there it's, was, like, it's like eating carrot sticks. They're crunchy. Or I, I'll celery. tell you right now that if they do go ahead with a lady chip... Are you eating them? Carol will buy them for me. I guarantee it. She'll, and I know how she'll do it, too. She'll come home with a whole bunch of single serving sizes and say, I got the small ones so they fit in your purse. That's what she'll say. I can see it now. Yeah. And and you know what? It's a godsend if I was quieter. Some of the texts coming in. Dainty Doritos, Princess Pringles, Feminine Fritos, Hey Lady Lays. <laughs> 
Chadville. Uh, I would love to see uh, my future mother-in-law pound chips. It would make my family dinner way better. Sure. Um, yeah, my, my wife uh, doesn't like the uh, the lip smacking. It's the lip smacking my girl hates. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's the difference. There's the crunch, and then there's the, the smacking, and the goes along with it. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Hi, David from Onaway. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi, Andrew. Hello. I tell you what, I'd like ten percent of the publicity they. I know, got. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a masterpiece, isn't it? Really, when you think about it, because everybody's saying, "What an idiot!" But man, are they ever talking about mm-hmm. the? And you know what? And I know a professor from Dalhousie, a marketing yeah. professor from Dalhousie weighed in on this, and that's my uh, school. Yeah. That's where I graduated with a, a degree in marketing and made a reference to a term that I'm glad is still in the uh, in the vocabulary of uh, marketing professionals, marketing by osmosis. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is. Get them talking about your product or company, and over time, they'll forget why they were talking about Someone it. Someone just texted and said, I just pulled over to buy a bag of Doritos. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I think it's I think it's hilarious, and good luck to her. And she she said it so seriously. I'm really serious about this. <laughs> I know Every, everybody's ridiculing. But man, as I say, I'd like ten percent of their yeah. I mean, ten percent of the advertising budget because there wouldn't yeah. be anything. Yeah, it was a phone call. This 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 show needs <laughs> to come up with something that gets publicity That's because a we great need great idea. <laughs> we should film an we ad. We should have had a Dorito. We should, we need to go get some Doritos from downstairs <laughs> and crunch and have them. Have a crunch off. Do you know what? I should just be chewing something throughout the show. No. Although I know that annoys yeah, you. No. I, by the way, if anyone's ever heard me click, it's uh, Werther's. Yeah, he always usually Andrew usually has a candy in his mouth or something. I do. Now. I've almost choked twice in the last yeah. month. <laughs> hey, so there's hope yet. <laughs> <laughs> David, great to hear from you. Take it easy. Hey, Bill. Yeah, you know, I wish they really would uh, come up with a noiseless chipper Doritos because I have five grandsons and two big dogs, and every time I start to munch on one, they all come right. <laughs> See exactly what I'm saying. They've, they've misidentified their potential market. Exactly. And what they also got to do is make it bags that are Ziploc or something that you can open up nice and quiet. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, or, you know what? Or just open up in general. Yeah, just open. Yeah. Yeah. And not so much Doritos, but uh, some of those candy bags. And I've been at a hockey game years ago where I actually stopped play because as I was trying to open, it just wouldn't open. And you know you're pulling it from both sides trying to get the mouth to open, and boom, explodes onto the ice. And you know that's why they only fill those bags half full because the first part is is where all the tips come flying out when you uh, first open the bag. (laughs) True, right? Yeah, that's true. They come flying all over the place, so. Thanks for the call, Bill. Love it. Lady Doritos. Lady Doritos. Someone says, yeah, maybe they're just making lady chips so they can charge more for them like they do with lady razors. Lady everything. Yeah, exactly. And then do we mock other men if they're eating lady chips? <laughs> Is that no, 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 no. So, Premier Notley, by the way, has just suspended uh, all imports of uh, BC wine to Alberta. The AGLC will immediately halt the import of BC wines to Alberta. $70 million per year to BC wineries, no warning. This is all going back and forth in that, um, the Kinder Morgan, 
Notley. BC Wine is very important to BC today. I'm announcing that the Alberta Liquor and Gaming Control Board, Liquor Commission uh, Board, will put an immediate halt on BC Wine into Alberta. Albertans like BC, Albertans like BC Wine, she says, noting this is not a state of play. Is, um, is our Prime Minister, and I apologize for not knowing this, is our Prime Minister a dad? Yes. How many children does he have? Mm, two or three. And uh, roughly their ages? They're well, they're young. Young? Yeah, mm, I think yeah. they're like um, under six or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, just, you know, typically when two of your kids who otherwise get along all the time start getting louder and louder, that's uh, three of them, eh? That's when you, you yell down the stairs... Stoppage, you two. <laughs> and I think what's missing from this scenario is the stoppage, you two. I'm going to put you both in the corner. Exactly. Nobody's getting ice cream. <laughs> Just stop. You're going to Victoria. You're going to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to Medicine Hat. You go to... Stay there. You go to Edmonton, young lady. <laughs> and stay there. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not funny. I shouldn't be laughing because it's an important component of our economy is that we get this pipeline built. Uh, I'm not sure that you can compare uh, BC wine with uh, with oil. Someone just says, I think Albertans are going to be more mad at no wine than no pipes. <laughs> <laughs> what is Chetville, it? you're on fire today. You, are, you guys are on fire. Anybody want my chair? Because you're doing the job. Yeah, really. You guys just come in and take over <laughs> hey, this afternoon. Yeah. It, I, they must have done, and here we go again. This is like Doritos all over again. So we must have done a quick search. Um, okay, what do we actually get from BC? And somebody was like, uh, lumber. And they're like, okay, we're going to need that. Uh, what else? Wine. Done. We're not bringing in any more wine. Like, actually, if you wanted to, I guess, I suppose it would be harder to stop the transport of uh, lumber, though, right? Because wine is actually the government, the AG, whatever, brings in all the liquor mm-hmm. and then it's distributed to retailers. So they they would be able to stop the import. And here's a... Uh Here's the Premier. And that's why today I am announcing that the Alberta Gaming and Liquor Control Board, the AGLC, will put an immediate halt to the import of BC wine into Alberta. I don't believe I've ever uh, had BC wine. I've had... uh and she says this is one good step to waking BC up, quote, that they can't attack our industry without a response from us. Well, how many wine producers are there in... A, oh, it's... Yeah. But 100, 200? Oh, there would be hundreds. Hundreds. Let's not thousands. thousands. There might be. Yeah, like BC, there's a lot of wines. Yeah. I mean, good on Notley. we got to do something, right? What we really need is a prime minister to step up and and follow up his words. That's what we need. This should have been stopped last week. If it's been given federal... Federal approval. Yeah, it's a done deal. It's uh, and and he has made it perfectly clear. The prime minister made it perfectly clear when he was here, when he was asked about it, all the way through that no, it's going. It was support. Blah blah blah. We're going to do this. Dad gave us the cars to the keys, and our sister won't get out of the back seat. <laughs> That's where we're at with this. <laughs> Somebody needs to step in and do something about this beyond just saying it's going to get done. She's hitting me. <laughs> She's touching me. BC's touching me. Both of you go to your room. <laughs> Don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Uh, Don't come out until you can play nice. Is there nothing else we can take away from BC? I'm not saying wine's not significant. It just doesn't feel significant. Oh, it's pretty significant. Okay, well, uh, it would. Uh, the reason I ask how many wine producers there are, because I would assume those would be the people most readily and immediately hit by a wine boycott, but I'm sure Alberta is not their only market. So 
Yeah, I mean, it's almost a symbolic move more than anything. I can't really see that grinding the province of B.C. down to a halt, but it's a start. Mm-hmm. We're all Canadians. Can't we just get along? What's... I mean, there's a lot of us who go out to Kelowna and spend time out there. Kelowna, Vernon, sure. Penticton. I mean, that's yeah. you, you go to the you go to the West Bank, you go to the East Bank, you go all of those places. <laughs> all right. Hmm. You good on that one? I guess. I all don't right. know what to say about it. Honestly, it's well, you like know what? it's good on Notley for taking some Another step. action, right? And uh, maybe this is just. I think the electricity thing kind of. Yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, I don't have the details on that, except it was sort of like, hey, you know that thing we might do five years down the road? Well, we're not even talking about it. So it's sort of like threatening, and I hate to keep putting it in terms of children, but it's kind of like telling your kids you're not going to Disneyland next year. Either you get this sorted out or none of us are going on vacation. It was like, all right, that doesn't immediately impact me. But right now it's like we're taking the, you you can't send us wine anymore. Okay, how many uh, bottles of BC wine are sitting on shelves right now, though? So it'll take a while for that to have impact as well, but it's something. Eileen will have much more coming up in the 3 o'clock news. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.